0: gents this is your man k rob here for beards Brews, and bros we're bringing you another excellent episode this week that's also a shout out to our folks who did the bill and ted movie rest in peace circle k this week we're going to bring you a whole lot of fun but before we get into that i got to give you the crew myself included mr byron moss our main man and the man with the with the greatest head of head of a uh, hat hair in the world mr jared michael mossman
1: dude <laughs> hey, that john
0: that john Deere hat hair is beautiful man
1: Dude, I'm telling you, you know, whenever a job tells me I can wear a hat all day, you bet your sweet ass I'm going to wear a fucking hat.
0: <laughs> you know what? You've been wearing hats at work for fucking ever, now that I think about it. I mean, I,
1: I mean, there's only two jobs that I have had. Actually, I lied to you. Three jobs that I've had that I was not aware, allowed to wear a hat. It Obviously, feels wrong. Well, I, well, it does feel wrong, because like whenever I worked for one Kmart for that short little stint, they weren't allowed to wear hats i was allowed to wear hats at kroger on off and then uh it was actually food giant i was not aware to not allowed to wear a hat again and then obviously prior to let's see i'm trying to think of anything else off the beaten path yeah pretty much kroger for most of it and then uh, yeah kmart and
0: my question is when did you work for kmart
1: I worked for Kmart very briefly in the summer of two thousand and
0: sixteen.
2: Need a little extra pocket money as a forklift driver. Uh,
0: Pretty much. <laughs> that was that that's news. That's news to me.
1: I I worked there for just a very brief amount of time and then uh, when Kroger got wind of it, they said, Yeah, uh, no compete. You need to fucking quit that shit. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, see, yeah, that's new because like if you if you didn't tell me about it, that's surprising. Well, folks we hope you've had a great week and we're going to entertain you and wine and dine you like we always do here on triple b <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get we'll go ahead and get right into the rundown byron check your damn lungs jeez, dude uh first per- feels, folks well of course we got it we got some exciting nerd news that we want to share with everybody this week and we're going to get into that shortly but here's the rundown we're going to dig back in as you know we do nostalgia like nobody else does on planet earth and we're going to talk about some of our favorite live action kids movies got a couple of suggestions from our Facebook page we're going to go ahead and, and we'll throw those in there and give shout outs as well. And also anytime that you get that you uh, contribute to our show you will definitely get a shout out here on the recording. So we're going to talk about some of our favorite live action kids movies whether good bad or just memorable. Uh, we're also going to discuss the Disney catalog of retro video games. Of course, we've got plenty of of stories, uh, happy and horror stories from playing Disney games back in the day. And you're probably thinking horror stories. No, that can't be right. Oh, it's right. Trust us. <laughs> to be fair, if, if Dude, listeners PTSD,
2: been, <laughs> uh, to be fair, Kyle, if the listeners have been following us for a while, like they already know some of the, some of the ones we're going to talk about.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, I got, and I, I have an, I have a very infamous story about the Lion King we'll get into. I'm sure everybody <laughs> does. No well, one sees uh, the end of that game.
1: And then no? obviously we're going to discuss ones that are not the unholy Trinity, which is pretty much Aladdin covering. Well, we we'll, we'll probably talk about being in beast, honestly, but we're not going to talk about two of the unholy Trinity. We're not going to talk about Aladdin or we're not going to really talk about Lion King because we've addressed those already. We're gonna talk about the ones. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna here's the thing we're gonna talk about the ones that are far more pretty much elusive and still punch you in every time. <laughs> Those
0: are good games, though. But yeah, we've addressed them plenty. But you know, I got definitely got a horror story about that. And, and and in place of our retro rewind this week, which we will next week be reviewing an, uh, an all-time classic with an amazing name, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. If you know, you know. But this week, we're going to also discuss retro gaming peripherals. And for, and for the uninitiated, peripherals. Think about the, the, the NES gun. Because not everybody knows it as the zapper. Things like that, your little accessories back in the day that you had to spend extra money on or convince your parents that it was worth spending their money on to get for you, even though basically they're just spending money on plastic. But still, we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Uh, But coming up up shortly, we're going to have the nerd news, and we're going to get right into it. The fellas and I have a lot to address, and you two, I'm sure, have a bit of a tangent to go off about now, don't you, Jared?
1: Oh, yeah, and the Nerd News, and we're going to dive into that right now. So, guys, we say we adjourn to the Nerd News Corner, and we get this going. Let's do it. Well, folks, welcome back to this week's edition of the Nerd News Corner, where we have the hard-hitting facts and just plain, downright nerdy news. So... To open up this week, we got a little bit of exciting news in the TCG world. A card that has been banned for some time in the Yu-Gi-Oh! game itself is finally resurfaced, and it is really shaking up a lot of the formats. And, you know, just for the pure playability of it. And ah, me and Byron's going to go off on a little tangent with this. Byron, what do you feel about it? Obviously, Change of Heart is the card we're talking about.
2: Oh, God. Like folks, back in the day, like most early TCG games, certain cards were printed, not thinking that you know, it's not broken, it's not unfair. Well, Change of Heart is a spell card that literally lets you just go. You have a cool creature there. It's mine now. You don't give it back. It is yours for the duration of it on being on the battlefield, and yep. it's backbreaking because it's like, oh, you're, my opponent's just turned one some amazing creature. Oh, sweet. I'm player two. Change of heart, lethal. Good game. Well,
1: well, dude, even then, this like, think about this. If somebody has, like, oh, well, you have a really nice monster there. Oh, you know what? I'm going to change of heart. I'm going to tribute it for an even awesomer monster on my side. Right? That That's oh. the thing there. Like, so many of the actual meta right now. You know, obviously Yu-Gi-Oh! is very heavy on tribute summoning. It it's that's been the bit name of the game for some time. But you know, the plus side since with this early
2: generation, early, early duration.
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. So, I mean, even with you know, this coming back into the TCG, I could see it revitalizing a lot of these decks. I mean, it's it's really shaking up what is the current right now. You know, you're making a lot more stuff still prevalent in the old meta, you know. It but I'm wondering how long it's gonna stay around before they're like, uh no, this is too stupid. Ban hammer.
2: It's gonna be a while. I mean, think back back uh when they had uh oh what was that stupid uh
1: Dark Hole was one that kept coming no, on and off the ban list.
2: No, it was a uh Xin, I think it was.
1: Shein, yeah, he was at a was at one the, and then at a none.
2: <laughs> well, he was at a three for the longest time. I remember like games where literally go, well, my opponent's got three Sheens on table. I lose, I can't do anything.
1: Well, and I mean, that's kind of the thing. Each time they put something out new in the meta, it's always, what's going to dominate the format? Then pretty much people are like, okay, well, what can I use the core from these in the meta to pretty much revitalize something else? For example, you know, when they had the tree frog system with Monarchs or when they had, let's say, for example, uh, Shadal's is another one that's another good cycling system because a lot of people built Eradicator Warlock decks from that because it's uh, pretty quick essentially a burn or if you even use the Spellbook system uh, Infernies yep Infernies I, yeah
2: I, I think for the longest time it's been a they've released some stupid stuff and then it's let run too long before they realize oh we need to like stop this before we lose player base because game sets are now unfun I think with it as a one, I don't, we'll see how bad it is. I can see it going back on the ban list, but it's better they put out a one than as a you know three of.
1: Dude, and it's like, you remember different times how Monster Reborn came on and off, same way with Dark Hole yeah. or, you know. When is it we'll ever see like Cold Wave? That'll be another one that'll be kind of a huge shakeup.
2: I mean, if they ever unban uh, Pot of Greed, that'll be a, <laughs> that'll be a day.
1: No, I mean, that's been unbanned before. We've had that at a limit of one or different things. Still, you know, it's, it's,
2: the, it's the most powerful card in the game. Well,
1: it's, it is totally not. If you got to think about this, you ran Pot of Greeds if you were a Exodia player because you're constantly like, draw cards. You're cycling cards. That's the whole point. But
2: the the big thing about Yu-Gi-Oh! as a whole is you really don't draw that many cards. And the fact that Azalea was a two-for-one was broken as hell. It doesn't come from well, a Magic player. Like, well I'd here's play...
1: the thing pot has always been there and then they had the whole thing where they brought pot of avarice which was another take on that where you had to give one to get two and then there was well, still, that, was, that
2: had, it had its own upsides to it because a lot of the decks at that time well, no, were running graveyard stuff
1: oh yeah i mean you gotta think there's stuff that goes on and off the band list we could be here all fucking day talking about it just because you know things that were good at that time and you know i remember the last time i was playing literally shadal's quill forts and uh i can't fucking remember what the other one was that was the meta at the time it was right before pendulum monsters came out and that was kind of what killed me on playing it and then uh no i i lied because you remember byron during that time too they did the revitalization of the hero set we got dark law
2: yep that and guy the, was broken all the, and all he- the mass changes and cards and whatnot
1: you remember how many times mass changed two and everything else they got took down to a one, and then you were like, okay, you're only a limit of two on dark law in your decks, and oh, then yeah, they eventually were like going to a one because it was just so stupid.
2: It's it's I'm gonna go on a little range, a little little rant here. When it comes to Konami, Konami is all about their lovely bottom dollar, and yeah, they will reprint stuff to oblivion just uh just to sell product. They don't, they don't care about the secondary market. Like, when it comes to secondary market at uh, yu cards it's rare anything ever holds any real value because they're constantly banning, unbanning, uh, reprinting stuff in tins that are easy to access. But the biggest issue I have with Konami is they don't believe in a balanced game. They literally go, oh, this is broken. How do we fix this? Let's, let's uh, present it even more broken to deal with that. Oh, that's broken. Oh, let's print it even more broken. Like, Konami doesn't know how to balance its game and they're going to balance this game.
1: Well, you remember like when Gores, that was at a one for the longest time. Then they tried it at a two and that really unbalanced the system. And then, of course, you remember uh, BLS uh, Envoy of Light. That was a new card they put out. And then they were like, oh, yeah, it starts as a two. And then it's like, okay, you're really making these decks stupid of how let's, they run. Let's, let's
2: be honest. The only true way to balance Yu Gi Oh! is make everything at a one. If everything's <sighs> at a one, it's balanced.
1: Well, I mean, but then I would say your core system doesn't need to be at a one. Obviously, if it's something that's not super-duper no, detrimental everything to
2: Everything at a one. Everything at a one, you save yourself a lot of heartache.
1: Oh, Lordy. Well, and Byron, I have one more rant on this. This is my other portion of my nerd news. To get away from the TCG world, we're going to talk about the music world for a little bit. We're going go back in my wheelhouse. Byron, when was the last time you heard about a metal guitar player having a custom acoustic?
2: I can't think of anything. I can think of times metal bands played acoustics, but I can't think of one where like they actually have their own custom one, like playing like made for them.
1: So I saw obviously Megadeth here earlier on in the month, and I got to see his artist series. So he actually had so Dave Mustaine has an artist series Gibson acoustic. It's ebony. It's a songwriters. What's called? It is at the tune of forty five hundred dollars. Jesus. does that make any damn sense
2: <laughs> you're buying the name you're buying the name that's all you're doing it's a it's a collector it's more of a collector piece than anything else
1: well and you look at like his v's after tax and everything you're well before tax you're looking at pretty much 2800 dollars on his signature v's from gibson but you know a lot of players anymore aren't really gibson players they're mostly fender you see like prs So, I mean, Gibson, in my opinion, is kind of making some poor choices here.
2: Uh, They'll come, they'll bounce back. They always do.
1: Oh, they do because you got to think they're the proprietor of the Les Pauls, the SGs, all these signature iconic guitars of the 70s and 60s.
2: And that's why they can do chance risky things like this because they can always bounce back because they've got old product that's good.
1: Well, as long as they go to reissue it. I remember so many wet farts of product, you know, self-tuning guitars, things like that. Oh, God. Wait, what? <laughs> well, self-tuning guitars back in the day when Gibson made their Darkfire Les Paul, you literally had a knob that it
0: would tune itself. Um, good? Is this a good thing?
1: Uh, d- no, it's not a good thing because any mu- musician should be able to tune a fucking guitar if they play guitar. Let me Let me specify that there. <laughs> it sounds like you missed out on the whole thing I thought you would have marked out on me when I said yeah when is the last time a metal guitar player had a fucking acoustic guitar in their range of artist
0: series I would have geeked out on that so, so well that, it's
1: Dave Mustaine's signature guitar me and Byron were here just talking about how it's at the tune of $4,500 and when was the last time you knew a metal player to have a custom acoustic guitar
0: uh never
1: that was kind of my reaction.
0: For fuck. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: So that 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 was the other rant there because I, I just can't see. It's like Byron said. It's a market point for, you know, a limited run of a series. But like I told him, even twenty eight hundred dollars for his actual signature flying V. Come on now.
0: And that's obsc- That's obscene, quite frankly.
1: That's ass a nine and a half, man. I, I just nine, need...
0: ass a 10, ass a 11, <laughs> ass a fucking 20. Jeez, though, no, that you guys, you guys definitely had a nice soapbox. And do you feel better? Did you blow, blow your load? You feel better?
2: I mean, I'm gonna still be ranting on Konami until the day I die.
0: See, I'm glad you know what? I'm kind of glad that I didn't have to hear that just because I'm having a really good day and Konami makes me angry.
2: It's Konami well, as a whole like they, they they're a company that did really well for themselves again. Granted, like they're still going strong, they're still putting out product for Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh!' You're still one of the biggest TCGs out there, but as somebody who likes balancing their games, I just I, I can't get behind Konami. I can't.
1: They fuck people I- over in the video game world and in the card game world, Kyle. How does that make you feel?
0: <laughs> Are you trying to piss me off? Because I could like like I could I could sit here for hours and bit and bitch at them for how how they've done their biggest money making franchise Metal Gear. <laughs> I, I, I I could go off. Uh, I ain't we got don't have time out. to
1: talk about prostitution. Let's keep you on a good note. Let you let's hear what you <laughs> let's hear what you got to say on the nerd news table. This Bring is what it I'm bringing to
0: the table this week. I read last night that the um as as a big fan of the revamped um reimagining of uh, the Tomb Raider franchise, we are getting a fourth tomb raider game but not only that it's going to be rendered in unreal engine 5 which just about gave me a stiffy quite frankly for being mm-hmm. honest now the last game shadow of the tomb raider came out in 2018 either 18 or 19 it Looked beautiful just on the xbox one by itself and that's the lowest um that's that's at the lowest level of horsepower that game was running on and i've seen it in 4k on pc xbox series x it's beautiful freaking game this one i just cannot even imagine how much bigger the worlds are going to be and how expansive the game's going to be and just how beautiful it's going to be so i'm super excited i have have
2: one quip with that they can make a game as beautiful as they want it don't matter if the quality of the game is not good
0: have you played any of these games?
1: All uh, Kyle cares about is looking at Laura Croft's ass. That's all he cares about. First off,
0: I no, we don't look at her like that because they, like, they, I'm not going to say they necessarily toned her down. The rendering of, of a younger, more grizzled Laura is very, very beautiful. However, I don't look at her like that. This Laura Croft is more along the lines of an 80s action hero, action star heroine. Like, she's a total badass. I'm Not mean, saying she's Ellen Ripley badass because nobody tops that, but uh, she's definitely more hardened as as a fighter.
2: I mean, like I said I hope the I hope it's good quality, but again, I'm I'm a person of I want good graphics, but I can subsidize like less high detail graphics if it means the gameplay and the content is good. So oh, we completely see. agree. It's we completely play- agree yeah. on that. If your selling point is graphics, I'm sorry. I have very little faith in any game you put out.
0: The reason why I'm sold on that is because the other, the, the previous three games play so well. So I'm not worried about the gameplay. It's hard to, me- it's hard to mess up what they've created. Yeah, it's basically oh, a female You want to <laughs> bet? No, excuse you. Listen, I have all three games in, on, on, on hey, Xbox. I
2: went for one for, it for you. Fallout 76. Never Ooh. played it. Heard it was shit exactly you had a game of fallout and you fucked it up tell
0: me tell me i'm wrong you're not wrong i can't i can't i've never played it
1: you you, you know a game that's gonna be unfucked that we got another preview for today we got to see another behind the scenes for shredder's revenge
0: oh really i didn't catch Mm -hmm. that
1: yeah, they had some more gameplay footage and they had a little bit more, you know, got see a few of the bosses that were returning from like the Manhattan Project and who was also returning from Turtles in Time.
0: Ooh, you definitely got my attention. And I'm with that. coming the the release
1: date will be this summer. They did announce that.
0: Well, we knew about that, which is another reason I know you want me to get a switch so I can play the shit. So we can play
2: together, well, Kyle. Th-
1: exactly we can play together we'd be able to play more games together if you got a
0: switch just saying. yeah and then we could also stream and that's something by the way folks we are looking at doing down the road is uh is live streaming uh, of, our, of our gaming this adventure so you can see how badly we all play behind jared
2: i mean i could take the task on a few games
0: i can too but now okay, okay granted when it comes to turtle side-scrolling beat-em-ups he and i roll about even in fairness
1: I don't know until I get to lead on some of that stuff, though. It's it's once I get the lead, I hold the lead.
0: No, I got I I got one for your ass. Two player battle toads. The worst two player game ever.
1: Well, we talked about that last week, man. We I'm just saying though, I think the the, 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 the the worst the worst boss in any game is your co op player.
0: It literally (laughs) is. Also,
1: something else did you guys see that glitch i sent you in the group yes. chat about
0: yes yeah beating well, zelda tr- in like what, what was it how, how many minutes or seconds five. or minutes
1: it was under five minutes i tried the cheat it fucking works no way it's a glitch in the game it's a glitch in the game man it literally as soon as you jump off that one ledge you pause the game you save it you quit you go back in then you go over to the side and then you make your way back up to where you were and then there's this little point where there's a guard and he will knock you out of bounds and then once out of bounds it literally makes you go like blue screen on the sides and a little narrow path and it takes you past where you fight the wizard the first time and it's like you see ganondorf and the glitch there and it just takes you to the very end where it's like oh you got the triforce what the I didn't even get anything. I didn't get the Master it's, Sword.
2: <laughs> it's essentially what happens there is it saves uh, saves you in the state of you're still in midair. So like that, that's it's an interesting glitch. I'll say that much.
1: I wish I would have used that when I was playing you guys in the gaming channel. Oh, oh I,
2: 100%, 100% you would
0: not, not accept the uh, I We would not have acknowledged that whatsoever.
1: I wish I would have. That would have been so much fun. But I did it on my own terms, though.
0: Now, yeah, uh, I'm going to call complete bullshit on that, but back to back to the topic, I'm extremely excited because of how, how good Shadow of the Tomb Raider was, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Tomb Raider Definitive Edition 2013 was as well, so uh, look, I'm definitely looking forward to this one, and um, I think it's, it's going to be a fun ride, and hopefully by the time it comes out, I'll actually own a Series X, for crying out loud.
1: <laughs> i'm telling you switch first man
0: like all my stuff is xbox i mean switches right now are pretty cheap
2: i think you can get one for like 250 right now
0: yep mm.
1: actually no nope. and that's the one with the home base there if you were to just even get the one i think it's 179 or 189 for just the portable like Line. just the the lights i'm telling Should you man, I, a lot more gaming would be that. had
0: Yeah, especially between us, just it's just I know the like the long term thing is well get a Series X because I have so many games that need to be optimized for four K through that console.
1: Devastal is going to be coming to the N sixty four thing, and you can play all those old catalog games online.
0: Shut up! Yeah, we can play GoldenEye online N sixty four GoldenEye online with no screen hacking, no screen uh, hacking. uh, which, but you already know what that means. If I get my gun, it's a wrap. Because y'all can use that gun and suck, not me.
2: I mean, yeah, I'm, not with the, the I, I'm not good yeah. at the boss. I'm not good at Eye, I'll admit that
0: 100%. I'm not the you best don't... in the
1: world. I'm moderate. Hey,
0: hey, hey. Now I get to, I get to slay y'all then. Well, folks, that was our nerd news. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Hold the front Hold door on. there, <laughs> man. Stop the gun,
0: sir. Is it? Hold on. Did you get yours? No. No. I thought you y'all had not. a mutual thing. No. Ass. <laughs> Just
1: because it's mutual doesn't mean he didn't get any. You best shut your mouth and calm down.
0: So so y'all share? Is that is that, is that what I'm getting at? Uh, I, uh, I mean... <laughs>
2: Fed sharing, we'll he- that's it. a
0: we'll, we'll little <laughs> hesitant to answer there that
2: Byron? Is there something
0: that we don't know about?
2: I mean, I mean, we both dated the same girl at one point in time.
0: That's I can't fair. say I've ever done that with either of y'all.
2: Different point in time, yes, but we both did date the same girl at one point in time.
1: Yeah, you know, different uh, points in time, not the same time, mind you. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: so God I'll goodness. go ahead and go jump into my nerd news this week. We, we dive got in. The, we got the trailer for uh, Warner Brothers take on Smash Brothers Multiverse. Dude, I'm glad you dropped that
1: because I enjoyed that because you get freaking Shaggy going ah, hold on, on here. Hold on,
2: hold on, hold on. I want to talk about that. Like, that's a slight. Okay, fine. Me. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. I tried to wheeze on your gig. If you can name that movie, folks, bonus points.
2: <laughs> but they they literally inserted a meme into this game. Years ago, everybody remembers Ultra Instinct Shaggy. They added oh. Ultra Instinct Shaggy into this game.
0: So everyone, so Shaggy kills everybody. <laughs> Something like that.
2: <laughs> like Something the like line- that. the lineup looks good. I mean, you got Arya Stark from uh, Game of Thrones in the game. I, the oh, I did see that. Uh, I think it's going into closed alpha here pretty soon. So there's a chance to get a uh, code and play it. Uh, you got well, board, we got but... beta
1: coming in too as well. Uh,
2: alpha, alpha first, and then we'll do beta.
1: So I'm saying beta will
2: follow, but yeah. it won't be too long. Yeah, but it, it I'm kind of like it looks very cartoony compared to Smash Brothers, but I well, think Well fucking it's, hey, look at Nick All Stars, man. I, I, I think there's a chance this game could give Smash a run for its money.
1: I'll be honest you with you, you know, when we had the Nickelodeon variant come out, I thought it was gonna do better, but it really has not.
2: I I think this game is not trying to be serious. Like I think this game is just literally, like you said, if you're freaking putting a meme in your game, you're not trying to take this game seriously. You're trying to just put out a product that people are going to enjoy. And for what I exactly. understand right, right now, a lot of fans are wondering when's the next Smash coming out because Nintendo's already said they're done putting out any more content for this iteration of Smash, so.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it could be like the Smash U, you know they might try to do something else i i don't know that, that's the gray area there and then also brings into question the life of the switch though too how long are they going to keep putting content out on the switch
2: i don't know couldn't tell you i think they're already in the works for creating uh, a new generation console at least from what i've read but you never know when they're gonna drop that like right now there's well, a lot going on nintendo
1: well, how much? How long of the life have we had so far with the Switch? Are we over five years?
0: Uh, I think we're it. pushing it, if not or if not past it, because I want to say it's 2017 or 18.
2: It came out in 2017, so is it five years? Yeah. But even if okay. they... Like, I don't see it coming out for at least another three to four years, because most consoles' lives nowadays are over 10 years.
1: Well, and you look at this, like, look how they're extended the life of the four while the PS5 is still out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just because, obviously, software shortage, well, not software, more or less shortage of parts to make the actual device and things like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Also, lack of really any new games being released for the next-gen consoles. I think it has been the biggest issue with it is just the stuff we've gotten is all old content or just re content.
1: That's, like, that's truly uh, what it is. Uh, another, I mean, there's another, people still, go ahead.
2: I was just like, like, constantly getting, uh, 2k games, constantly getting call of duty games. Like all that stuff is, it's the same shit. Easy. It's literally, they just go, uh, oh, do a call of duty game. Uh, change it to this era, add these guns, add these graphics, slap it out there.
1: Well, I mean, honestly, I could see it to the point where, you know, people are really wanting that Wolverine game. They're wanting the Harry Potter game. There's a lot of stuff that's, that people... Are, that's
2: been delayed till next... Uh, Harry Potter Legacy has been delayed.
1: Yeah, that's delayed. The Wolverine game's still on par, as long as I know. But there, there's just, right now, I don't see anybody killing off their current console. I see at no. least us getting close to six more years alive from the Switch.
2: I can see it being longer than that. Yeah,
0: I mean, well, think about this: the, the three hundred and sixty essentially has been running for seventeen years. Think about that. So I think the well, Switch.
1: I'm talking like putting like actual content out on Kyle. They haven't really been doing anything with
0: the three hundred and sixty platform. This is true, but no, I think Switch is going to have a long. Nintendo's been great about that, quite frankly, with their with their hardware. Uh,
2: actually, they're not the issue, biggest issue with Switch is they're probably one of the few uh, com- like uh, companies that are probably the quickest to. Ditch content on the older consoles compared to like Microsoft, yep. Sony.
1: Because you gotta think how quickly they dumped uh, between
0: GameCube and the Wii.
2: Uh, how quickly they dumped between? Uh... That's true. That was about what.
0: That was what. What about five years between the GameCube and the Wii? Because I think the Wii was like yeah. an O six or seven. I mean, I mean the last about...
1: game to bridge the gap between them was Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess for the Wii, yeah. and and for the GameCube.
2: Uh, for me, it's like, think about how quickly they dipped off of the 3DS after they released the Switch.
1: Yeah, they killed the store for the 3DS and the Wii U not too long Your, ago.
2: Yeah, it was last month, uh, was in March, I think.
1: Yeah, so I mean, Nintendo's quick as long as they're on the cash grab for everything. Oh, but, but for... there,
2: there's one downside to Nintendo. Mm. Once, once they release, they stop putting out the digital content, you can't get it on the digital content anymore. Those games are pretty much in limbo. You don't know if you're ever going to get them again. Yeah, and honestly, horrible. Go ahead. Horrible about getting uh, fighting uh, online roms. Mm. They do not like uh, roms of their games being put out there. They hate
0: oh no, they're it. very they're very stingy, and that's why with certain web certain websites, you you cannot find uh, certain roms or ISOs for a specific yep. well, yeah
1: well i mean you just struggle with it at any point you know i remember whenever they first started with gamecube emulation how hard it was to get roms for a lot of their games Mm. but you know what byron what do you say are you ready to adjourn or do you still have some piece to speak on this well
2: that's that's pretty much my piece
1: kyle i think you can finally shut the goddamn door
0: Let's let's move and let's move on to it once again, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Nerd News. We'll keep it nerdy and informative for you next week, as we always do. Back to your regularly scheduled programming.
1: Back to more jackass and jacanery. <laughs> or bullshit. Wow,
0: wow, wow, wow. <laughs> By the way, Jackass four point five is on Paramount Plus. Yeah, I know.
1: Miranda doesn't want to watch it. <laughs> I gotta watch it in my own time. <laughs> I still haven't
0: watched number four, and my and my and one of my coworkers, uh, buddy of mine, is always like, "Dude, you you haven't seen it yet." I'm like, "No, I." If I turn on Paramount Plus, I'm watching all that. <laughs> Dude,
1: I pretty much live um, on like Disney Plus and Hulu. I mean, we watch Netflix obviously because we're still binging, trying to get through Supernatural, which I'll be watching later on this evening. But yeah, well, what I, I'll be watching. Go ahead.
2: Right, so what I'll be watching later is the new Chip and
0: Dale movie.
2: I heard oh, that was really good. I'm ugly Sonic.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, ugly Sonic make, gives me, it's like nightmare feel. It's, <laughs> you know what it is? It's not the fur. It's the teeth.
1: It's the eyes. It's the it's the human teeth and the nose—the way it just curves up—and you just you get the pr- full view of the nostrils
0: like, and everything else. Ugly Sonic should not smile. It, it's like, it's
1: why so... in the fuck did they come up with that? I think they just literally wanted to generate a meme
2: for us. I don't know, but they literally put it in there for a meme. But it sure watching...
0: pissed off everybody.
2: Oh yeah, the, the thing is, like, if they would release the movie as it was at that point in time, it would have flopped. But because it's they they caved to the fans and gave us a more like uh traditional sonic look sonic is now the biggest most successful video game adaptation series to ever be turned
1: once again folks as long as you listen to the fans in the right way let's specify that the right way you will yeah. have good solid product
2: and then after i'm done watching that i'm going to continue uh watching young justice league Oh, I've enjoyed that. That's pretty good. How are you liking it? Uh, I've watched all season one, at least twice. I just finished it up uh, season one last night, I think. Uh, and I'm, I've, I never got through season two, and I'm, there's four seasons out now. So I want to, like, watch through it because it's, I mean, it, for a kid's show, it's, it's deep.
1: Well, it's not really a kid's show. It's actually, it's, it's you know. P- t-
2: it's, t- it's PG.
1: Oh, man. I thought it was TV 14.
2: Nope. It's PG.
1: Well, that's lame as hell. I I, I, I would
2: put I would put it on the equivalent of like in like actual overall story depth. I would put it on par with Avatar and that's saying something. Really? That's fair
1: enough.
0: Yeah, impressive.
1: You know something I need to catch up on that I haven't done? I need to watch the two last Batman animated movies they came out with from Warner Brothers. I need to watch the longest night, part two, and part well, part one and part two.
2: Tell me how it is.
0: Yeah, I no... will I Yeah, want to a... do a review on here. That would be cool.
2: Dude, th-
1: that's the one thing DC always does. They do great animated films. We're also getting another animated film for the Flashpoint Paradox. We're getting some expansion of the Thomas Wayne story. So I'm excited about that.
2: Oh, with uh with Robin, right?
1: Mm, no, no, no. This is just strictly like Thomas Wayne, what happens during all that? You know, I, obviously, after you know, the flash is there. You know, this is like a prequel in the way, because
2: yeah, no, you okay. just, That I, that's I, more or less I, what it is. I just remember, like I saw recently in the comics. Apparently, there, uh, there's a, uh, a, some, uh, some one of the, com- the most recent comics, or whatever. That apparently in the paradox, uh, Flashpoint paradox universe, Thomas Wayne takes in a uh, orphan and there's a chance that yep. he might become might become Robin.
1: Yeah, that's the other prospect. I'm pretty sure that's why they're probably pimping out this next film is because of that. And you know what? We're seeing a I, lot more stuff shift the comics now, too. I,
2: I mean, if they put, keep doing good content, I have no issues with that. Man, we've scrolled hard.
1: Oh, dude. Yes, we did. Folks, we are finally back in our right minds and back on the subject. Kyle, why don't you lead us through the valley of the shadow of death in this one as we...
2: And they will, I... fear,
1: they
0: will fear evil. They will fear evil. Oh, God. mm mm-hmm. I don't fear no damn evil, but but here's what here's what we're not fearing. I say Lion King, and you fear you your bones shake. You know what? Fuck that game. Just just to get it out of the way right now. (laughs) You know
1: what I fear? Movies with Hulk Hogan in them. (laughs) Santa (laughs) Claus with Santa with muscles.
0: muscles. (laughs) Suburban Commando, brother. Oh This
1: is the shit that we had to survive in the 80s and the 90s, folks. We are going to address these films. Hey, Mr. Nanny was
0: actually not that terrible. Mr.
1: Nanny was not terrible, but Suburban Commando, obviously Santa Claus with Muscles, fucking A. God. My thing that I always enjoyed that was live-action kids films, obviously in those days, one, you can't go wrong with Home Alone. That's, no, obvious oh, oh, That's wait, the obvious staple. That's the benchmark. On, hold
2: on, hold on. You say Home Alone. Which ones?
1: First oh, one. It's the the, first one, dude.
2: The, the one and two are amazing. Three is two, I could.
0: If it doesn't have Macaulay Culkin, it doesn't count.
2: I'm just saying, like, number four was technically part of the Macaulay Culkin like, storyline. Just was
0: horrid. Mm.
1: So, something else that was directed as kids that we all enjoyed the ninja turtle movies
0: absolutely except the third one except the third one
1: wait wait, wait uh, don't it, it didn't even happen it didn't never happen
0: happened. but never happened happen. first one there is was Secret only of the two years.
1: of them there was only two
0: <laughs> first off you got vanilla ice doing with the go ninja go and go ninja rap hell the yeah ninja rap Let's big daddy, daddy about ninjas kept kevin nash playing ahead. kate playing super shredder shit
1: Dope. get real dude let's talk about some more ninjas the three ninjas series oh three my god get back.
0: it's funny you mentioned that th- you mentioned three ninjas hogan was in three ninjas high noon at mega mountain we don't worst.
1: talk about the third one we don't talk about it
2: kyle <laughs> no no go that was, was the, the trend fourth one here. that was the fourth one
0: are you sure what?
1: yes i'm on I it that was
0: number four
1: go to the I'm... interwebs kyle
0: I, I i am definitely on it that's doesn't add up because you had the three it, ninjas, three ninjas kickback, and uh, I remember the kickback uh, ones where they no, went to Japan. Ninjas, I enjoyed
2: that one. Three ninjas knuckle up was the second one.
0: Oh, there are four of them.
2: I grew Damn up it. watching these. I have all we had all four of them growing up. It was three ninjas, three ninjas knuckle up, three ninjas kickback, and then three ninjas hiding at Mega Mountain. So, awesome. my favorite was
1: probably so kickback kick was probably my favorite where they go to
2: Japan. That, that uh, my knuckle favorite. up was amazing.
1: Well, I enjoyed Knuckled Up too.
2: Like, the. Now, the uh, what,
1: hold on, hold on. What's the plot point with that one? That, uh, I feel spent, like I've skipped that. They,
2: they spent the summer with the grandpa. Uh, there's, the Indians in the area are upset with the developer because they're dumping uh, a developer, but. Oh, any, uh, yeah! yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. A bunch of chemicals being dumped or whatnot into the uh, groundwater causing them to be sick. And they're trying to find the uh, a disc that has the data proving it. And they're taking the, the corporation to court or whatnot.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, and then the third one, like I said, was my favorite because they actually went to Japan and they had like this uh guy trying to steal some artifacts.
2: The Cave of Gold. Yes,
1: I'll tell you guys another one that was kind of like one of those after-school special movies that I remember that was live-action oh, for kids. Boy. Buttercream Gang, you guys remember that? Yes, no, I do.
2: Never. I remember that. It was a the never first and the
1: second one. The second one I... was just mad. <laughs>
2: I never watched the second one. I only watched the first one. I but have the was... second
1: one on VHS and the first one on VHS.
2: We had, so. uh, we, had the, we had the first one on VHS. It was good. It was a really good movie. Oh, yeah.
1: Good after-school special one on that. Oh, good, good something story. else Something else we haven't talked about that is a definite one that we have to address. Kid in King Arthur's Court and a Kid in Aladdin's Palace.
0: Kid in King oh, Arthur's Court starring so Henry Rosenbagger from so Rookie good. of the Year. God, yep. God. Love it, love so it, love good. it. Now, I want to give a shout out actually to, have, to a couple of our contributors this week. Uh, miss, my uh, A good friend of mine from a uh, college back in Arkansas, Mr. Joshua Lovett, who's getting married this year. He Yeehaw? contributed. Yeah, uh Ha and Woo Pig. Damn, guys are Razorbacks yeah. and Cowboys fan. Bad taste. Um, his future he got voice, it bad on both ends. <laughs> his wife is a Cowboys fan too. So sorry, Courtney. Oh. Not. Yeah. She's going to kick my ass when she hears this. But the his selection was Good Burger. Because for kids' movies, I mean...
2: Welcome dude, was, to Good Burger. Home of the Good Burger. can I, uh, I take your Come order? can I take your order? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that'll be eight bucks. I'd, Here's I'd, uh, the check. Uh, that was,
2: you know, was an all-that skit that got turned into a movie.
0: Dude, see, yeah. and I, I look at that like a kid's version of Saturday Night Live. How it SNL was. skits became movies. It was yeah, the only dude. one from that show that did become a movie. I wanted Absolutely. a super dude. You know what? I wanted a super dude movie.
1: Oh, I could get behind that on The already, magnetic. Butt.
0: Super Dude you... versus the Milkman. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, all, uh... another one another yeah, yeah. one of
1: like films kids at that time, you know, that were coming up. You remember Frankie Munez and Malcolm Mendel? Big Fat Liar.
0: Big Fat Liar was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to say Agent Cody Banks, and I'm like, uh, nah. <laughs> uh, hell nah, Karen. I, 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 hell nah.
2: I got one for you. Max Keebler's Big Move.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a. That's a sleeper Disney movie right there. That's a sleeper.
2: It was so good. You had yeah. uh, little Romeo in the movie. <laughs> yep, dude, like Mike. Oh like God! Mike. I
0: yeah. wanna, I wanna be like Mike. Shoot, bad Bow Wow gets the magic shoes. Basically, you know what that crap was? That was like they mixed in. I wanna be like Mike with the Fresh Prince. It's a dot. He's watching, you know, watching Fresh Prince, and then he meets his, a family like the bank, like the Banks, adopt him. But dude, let's sprinkle know, some fast in,
1: <laughs> dude. Something else we didn't address: one of the many kings of comedy that is, you know, obviously gone now. The
0: Ernest movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Jim Varney, gotta love him. Ernest Scared Stupid or Goes to Jail is probably my favorite.
1: Uh, i about to say Ernest in Space and then probably Ernest. Uh, I can't remember the basketball movie he was in.
0: Oh, I know Strong what you're one. talking about because the the name of the team is The Clean Sweep. I just I cannot think of the it. Yep. Oh. Um, another one I do want to toss out there and also another shout out this week to uh, actually my sister, Mrs. Myesha Prater. She she threw out a Schwarzenegger movie, Last Action Hero. Dude, imagine, yes, you're, really- imagine you're a kid. How cool would that be? You get sucked into a movie with your favorite action star.
1: Dude, that's you know something we all. have left off the table? Indian in the cupboard.
0: How oh, did, I don't even know how we how we got how, this far in without I don't I, know I got, I got a question for you. Why do we never get sequels to that? That's yeah, kind of
1: speaking of sequels, another one that we didn't talk about. Never ending story.
0: Oh. Okay. I okay it try to cause me to cry. Confession. I never, confession, I've never seen this movie, but that scene makes me ugly cry and I hate it.
2: Yes. Like in the swamp of sadness, Artax just has no desire to mm. go on and drowns.
0: That's that that's not fair to kids, dude. Like like old like old school like and like live action kids movies went hard on the emotion shit.
1: You know, like you know, something else we didn't address either. That (sighs) I'm really disappointed in you. Who's the you? And you think about one film that we have not talked about that starred one David Bowie? Uh,
0: The Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Yes. Okay. The Bowie Bulge. (laughs) Nope. The The Bowie Bulge. (laughs) And also shout out to an old friend of ours, Miss Angel Priest, who is the world's biggest David Bowie fan debate on that one oh, but con- I, I... confession i had never seen that movie until 2010 and my first you girlfriend Samantha, who, who y'all went to you know y'all went to high school with a shout out to her today um she i told her she told me about the movie and i'm like and i said what is that And she just looked at me like i had turds hanging out of it, my mouth it's like and she's life. like oh this is getting fixed you're watching this and i'm like wait is that david Whoa. bowie hell yeah, yeah. The dark <laughs> I, <laughs>
2: Oh, you beat me too at the Dark Crystal. Ah, yes. Oh,
0: Haven't God, seen that, that either.
2: Oh, it is dark. For a kids' movie, it is kids like Jim Henson movie is dark. And if you watch You know it, something
1: else that hold
2: on, hold on, hold go on. Ahead. if you do end up watching it, you have to watch the T V series that was on Netflix.
1: That is true too. You know another one that we didn't think of? Uh God bless. I cannot think of I, I remember the last name, but it was something Kirby and his adventures, and he was a. Uh, it was a seven-part film series he had.
2: No clue what you're talking oh,
0: about. Hold, no, on, hold, on. It, it. No. hold on. We're going to go to the interwebs here.
2: I just can Why, can't why, think why of you do name. that? I, I got one for you. Angels in the Outfield.
0: How do we not, man? I. You know, just as a father now, that movie carries a whole different meaning. It really does. It's so good. And you then know? Uh,
2: the, the early Airbud movies.
0: Only the first one. That's all I cared about.
2: second one wasn't bad. So was Josh that
1: Kirby, Time Warrior. Never heard of it.
0: Never heard
2: uh, of... Planet hot. of the
1: Dino Knights. No. Human Pets. Trapped no. in Toy World. None no. of these. It came out between 1995 and 96. Played by Corbin Allard.
0: Not familiar with anything going on there, unfortunately.
1: No, I really? didn't watch it. No. Folks, if you... Guys, anybody out there that remembers Josh Kirby Time Warrior either being the last battle for the universe or eggs from 70 million B.C., let us know. Let Enlighten these guys on something that they may or may not have gotten to see I, in I'm, their I'm early gonna, years.
2: I'm going to branch off here. and Instead of bringing a movie, let's bring up a TV show that we all remember fondly.
0: A well, TV you, show that we all remember fondly? I
2: well, have we one comment. Off.
1: I got one comment before we leave the the movies thing. Then one movie that the jeweler would be ashamed we did not put on there.
0: The Wiz. Uh Ah, not the the Wiz. That's a seventies movie. Yeah, calm yourself, man. And plus, I mean, granted, he might be ashamed of that because it's Michael Jackson and Diana Ross. No, Uh, no. uh,
2: Oh, it was the Wizard. I apologize. The Wizard.
0: Oh, uh, there no. you go. But but yes, uh, that
1: that yeah. is a good choice too, though. But the Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Okay, so yes. here's the thing about the Princess right. Bride.
2: That is not it's. Uh,
1: <sighs> it's PG,
2: came, Byron. But, dude, it, it is, but it came out way before we were ever born.
0: Dude,
2: no, it that come in out like
0: '87. Yeah. Okay, y'all too. Not me. I was born in '87.
1: So that that's a up. fair assessment, Byron.
0: I you know, we also yeah. didn't mention like I Ted okay, does if it's PG thirteen, does it count under the parameters here?
1: No, PG, keep it under keep it under the PG realm because okay. I've seen PG-13, i PG thirteen we we're supposed to watch as kids
0: because otherwise was it would say.
1: have said Jurassic Park.
0: Yep, oh, and <laughs> I also said ninety ninety five Mortal Kombat. But you know what we also did forget the <laughs> Major mighty League ducks. Baseball? Oh, <laughs> Major League is rated R, dude, and that's the greatest baseball movie ever. Little Big League. I love me some Little Big League. To me, that's the best baseball movie in terms of actually explaining the game of baseball. I love it. Plus, it's got Ken Griffey Jr. in it. Dude, yes. Um, and they made him the villain. Like They took the coolest athlete in the world at the time and made him a bad guy. And he didn't have to play for the Yankees to do it because <laughs> they're always the bad guy in everything. Just about uh, he's playing Unless for you're Derek Jeter. Hey, I lo- Hey, respect. Respect to Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter, uh, like, I don't I'm care. Just...
2: He, he played for the Yankees, but man, he was a class act. Oh, completely. I'm just completely.
0: saying
1: that's the only way you cannot be. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, you way. can't. You can't say anything bad about Derek Jeter.
0: No, no you, you really can't. can't. And let, even Red Sox fans can't do anything but be respectful towards him, and that says enough right there. Unless you're,
1: uh, uh, unless you're Mark Wahlberg and you shoot Derek Jeter in a movie.
0: <laughs> what? When that <laughs> happened? When was the that other happened? guys with Will Ferrell. I've never seen. I've heard of. It. I haven't seen uh, it. Yeah,
2: I, I try to stay away from his being. Will Ferrell movies as possible.
0: Hey, you watch your warm mouth. Mark. He's
2: got a Speaking couple of that. hits. He's got a couple of hits. The rest are dog water.
1: Dude, speaking of which, I saw a pontoon boat in town today that had Prestige Worldwide on there. I was like, somebody has let that man know that that guy's ready for some boats and hoes.
0: <laughs> Have boats and hoes.
2: <laughs> all right, I'm swirling uh, off. Go ahead, Byron. I, I, I do want to mention one TV show that we all grew up on. Dinosaurs.
1: Dinosaurs, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, if we yep. go that route, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, man. Yeah. She had a movie, technically. Yeah.
0: Yes, but she did. I think went to Paris or something. Yep.
1: Dinosaurs
2: never had, a, didn't really have a movie. They used some of the dinosaurs in a Whoopi Goldberg movie. I think it was called Rex. Yeah, but
1: it was not a good movie. We, <laughs> no, no, we we actually we missed a lot of stuff, folks, and that's the thing. We we are people. <laughs> we, we may forget things every once in a while. So, Byron, and continue on. <laughs>
2: I'm just say like that's sh- like that's sh- and that was on a movie and again it was kind of a weird reach for me but like that TV show like I remember watching that so much like the I- that baby dinosaur is so iconic. The oh moon. yeah, and
1: you you remember the, that had a really dark ending. The show ended because the freaking <laughs> uh, the, the extinction of dinosaurs. That's why the mo-
2: the show ended. I
0: I never actually got to watch Freak all. effed up if you think about it, but how else was it going to end?
2: Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I never watched all of it. I watched most of it, but I, I definitely at some point I can go back through on uh Disney Plus and watch it.
1: Absolutely. Folks, like I said, thanks for listening to our extended rant about kids' shows that we grew up with, that kids' movies. movies all all up, that fun stuff. All that fun all stuff. Right. And let us know if we missed something. We would love to hear from you. We love any sort of interaction as long as it's not prostitution
0: pause Pause. all right moving all right folks move all right folks moving on now growing up obviously you know video games are a big part of our lives still are to this day and disney threw their hat into the video game ring as early as the original nes and has some classics on there and of course they've continued on to this day and the big one is obviously them mixing up with uh, Square for to do the Kingdom Hearts franchise over the last twenty years, but we're strictly talking about Disney IPs and their games, and not the obvious ones, as we stated already. Um, Fuck the yep. Lion King on in every every incarnation. Yeah, sorry, uh, dude,
2: I, I I can't get I can't I can still to this day I can't back you on it. it was a bad game.
0: I never was. No, no we're not it's saying it's a, a bad game. game. We're
2: just saying that it is that's like a game. It's like saying Contra is, is a bad is...
0: game because it's hard. No, no. Quitter I, talk.
2: I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I I I just can't get behind you saying it was it was, it was that hard. I can't. It was tough, but it wasn't that hard.
0: You were out of your damn mind. Okay, you, you okay? You you and you and Miss Samantha, y'all both agree. She thinks it's funny. That this day, I still can't beat the game. She's like, I beat it, and I'm like, I, I don't see. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, I've never beat the game, but I enjoy I play the piss if, out of it.
1: If you get a switch, we all can play it.
0: Mm, oh, that's right. But but the point is, we're gonna talk about and not just. There's, there were plenty of great titles uh, to varying difficulties and degrees in the 16, 8 and 16-bit era. We're definitely going to get into some. And also a few obscure ones that maybe you don't know about. And I want to start off with one that I found out existed uh, recently. Pocahontas on Sega Genesis. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this one.
1: Um, I remember it. It I, was the I, release I, that they did in tandem with the movie. It was very
0: late in the Genesis life cycle. It's one of the prettiest games you'll ever see on the Sega Genesis. Um, and of course, with Disney, all, vi- all the graphics and all the character sprites are all hand drawn. Everything is hand drawn, so it looks fantastic. It's not very difficult. It's a, it's a standard uh, action. It's a standard platformer, but it's uh, if you ever look it up. And also shout out to Sega Lord X on YouTube uh, for providing the footage of that game. And he did a video on it. It is genuinely one of the prettiest games I've ever seen on the Genesis, and that's not so exactly I something have- you hear with a Sega Genesis.
1: No, not at all, but I actually have something to tie into your Sega Genesis thing there. So, the other day, like I told you all before we went on, we watched the Toy Story movie. I remember uh-huh. the original commercial for the Toy Story game, and then they had it in tandem with Maui Mallard in a oh, cold shadow. Oh,
0: cold shadow. Yeah. That was such an intriguing uh, concept.
1: Both of them very beautifully done games because you got to think Toy Story on the Genesis just looks so good. Same way with the Super Nintendo. At that time, you're like, holy shit, these graphics look just almost like you're watching the fucking movie. Yep.
0: It was yeah, good. I, I have to say it's one of the best looking games and on, on both versions, Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis. And I like the fact you could change from uh, Maui Mallor to Cold Shadow based on what the situation that presented itself. Really cool game, and never and very, very rarely spoken of when you discuss uh, Disney platforming games. So, uh, Uh, so good choice.
2: If we're we're, we're talking about like like PTSD games, platformers,
0: Darkwing Duck. Oh,
2: hell yeah! Game. That game, I to this day, I have never got past level two.
0: It's 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 a hard one, but it's 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 very fun. It's it's it's, very playable.
1: Ducktales.
0: Woo. The goat. Uh, yep.
1: The, Ness uh, or the Game Boy versions. Uh, I
0: talk about
2: DuckTales or Scrooge McDuck's uh, two games. No,
0: just DuckTales. Just
2: DuckTales made by Capcom. I don't remember that one, but I remember this. Uh, the Scrooge. McDuck you played game. A
1: Scrooge in both of
0: those, dude. You've oh, okay. gotta play. You gotta play it, especially for the music, because this game was made by Capcom. Oh yeah. And it's like well, late eighties, early nineties. If, you if, if you're
2: undefeated. playing a Scrooge McDuck, I've played it. I've played at least the first one.
1: Oh, it's a beautiful game, and I played the remaster when they put it out on the PS3 and 360.
0: I got another one for you that's very slept on, and it's more of a puzzle. It's a platforming and puzzle game. It's a top-down game. Goof Troop on Super Nintendo. Goof Troop, yeah. Very fun Uh, uh, puzzle game, actually.
1: So, same thing I'm going to say about this, too. You guys remember Hercules for the PS1? Nope.
0: I know about it. I've never played it.
1: It was a very like run and hack and slash like it was a platformer, but it looked very visually appealing because it had the same kind of style drawn animation as the movie. And same way with the Tarzan game. It was the same way.
2: Uh Disney's Magical Kingdom. game oh, yep. all about mini games. And, oh, yes. and
1: Disney trivia. Dude, the seven silver keys in that Magic Kingdom game for the NES was fucking beautiful. I enjoy getting played because obviously when you're a kid, you're like, oh gosh, we're gonna go into the haunted house. We're looking for, you know, these hundred ghosts or whatever, you know?
2: Yep. Uh, the race car was always so much fun. The mine cart was so much fun. The hardest, I think the hardest level out of all of that was Space Mountain.
1: Oh, I would agree with that.
0: Uh, uh, another one player knows all about there. Space Mountain. Another one I want to throw out there that doesn't get talked about much because I think it came out kind of late in the SNES life cycle, but what I think is a is, is a goated cartoon got got its own game. Gargoyles on Super Nintendo. I'd agree with that. Yeah, uh, absolutely love that one. Also, Bonkers got got its own video game, which was just kind of out of nowhere. I wasn't the biggest fan of that cartoon though,
1: dude. There were so many good like games that came out of like Disney movies. I, like uh, you
0: gotta remember, we even had a
1: uh, freaking Beauty and the Beast for the Super Nintendo.
0: Uh, I think that was, yeah, What was it Super Nintendo? I thought it was Genesis. I had a Little I'm Mermaid on Genesis. I'm sure it on
1: was Genesis. on both.
0: I had a Little Mermaid on Genesis, and that was honestly one of the worst uh, Genesis games I've ever played. It's uh, Imagine uh, playing Echo the Dolphin. but
2: I've got uh, one I have to mention, because this is a game my mother played, and she was very good at. Okay. Her mom came. She played this on the SNES, uh, The Magical Quest, starring Mickey Mouse. Ooh, oh, this that a good great one. Great game. Yeah. All those different puzzles and stuff you had to do. Like, mm. my, my mother played it. She, was, she enjoyed it. She was really good at it.
1: Dude, I'll tell you another one that got made into a game, and I had it for Game Gear Tailspin. Woo. No, that's not woo. Uh, that's that's
0: DuckTales. I'm not thinking straight. Take tailspin, this man's nostalgia O-E-A, card right tailspin, the fuck now. Oh, we oh tailspin. Okay, i remember, good. Thick and good. Know your damn theme songs.
1: He's uh, Kyle. Take a take his nostalgia card right now, please.
0: Go for go for j- it. J- just I'm gonna reach gonna beat through. Beat your them. ass with it. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> go for
1: that it. There are so fun. many. so many TV shows that got made into games at, at oh, that yeah. time. It's just unreal. Yeah. We we would be here all day, like fuck. I mean, this isn't a Disney game, but you remember freaking Tasmanian Devil Escape from Mars on Had it on Genesis, Genesis.
0: dude? Oh. Okay, I played the shit out of that in high school because I had a Genesis <laughs> Sega CD combo, and I got that game, and it was like it was one of the Sega the Sega greatest hits, I believe. For the longest mm-hmm. time, I had no idea how to get out of the start of the game because I didn't know you had to like spin and you had to jump and spin and go upwards to to traverse through the first level. I had no clue, but once I got a hang of it, that's a fun game. Oh, what about to Tasmania on on Super NES? Uh, well, are, even are
1: Tiny Tune Adventures
0: on NES, dude. Oh, okay. the Tiny Tune Adventures like those games Buster Bust Loose. Awesome.
2: Uh, if first, we talk about uh Warner Bros games, can't forget uh Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> dude, there's so many so many good things came out of our childhood. Like so many things,
0: ABGN ruined yeah. Crazy Castle for me and Birthday Blowout.
1: Yeah, uh, but that's, that's so much a funny
2: episode, it's,
0: dude. Oh. Uh,
1: I'll give you another one we didn't talk about, and this is a call out to, and this will be my last notion here. You remember the Donald Duck game? Donald Duck goes Quackers on uh, Dreamcast. No, no,
0: no way. <laughs>
1: yeah that was a little platformer they had that was on the dreamcast there was a few of those little gems like that that were kind of slid under the radar and that was actually really visually appealing on that console
0: but i on dreamcast i'd imagine so but i have i had no idea there were any disney games released for that console scum
2: it out man Well, well daffy duck is not disney sir
0: Hold Warner Brothers. But hey, we mentioned Warner Brothers, so let's hold just on, get hold, out. hold the
2: front door here. Hold on. Donald
1: Duck game for the Dreamcast. Hold on. Just,
0: just uh-huh. the horn.
2: Donald Duck is a what? He's a, a loony what?
0: Daffy Duck. Daffy, Daffy, Daffy Duck, so Duck dingling. Two. What the hell? Did you sleep today? What the, what the hell's the matter with you? I was God damn it,
2: Byron. oh, Daffy Duck is uh, a a tune, right? So that's Warner Brothers.
0: Yes, Donald Duck is Disney.
1: It was Donald Duck going quackers for the Dreamcast. It came out in 2000.
2: Folks, I apologize. I apparently can't think straight today.
1: Slap yourself. Today? It's
2: it's probably because I'm hungry. I've not eaten dinner yet. Why the hell have you eaten? That
1: don't matter.
2: Because I got off work at 5 and drove home. I got home. It was a trap about 540. That's not really time to get or make
0: anything.
1: Uh, Okay. This is why he wanted the eight (laughs) o'clock.
0: I was gonna say there's plenty of places around your around your house to eat, but traffic. I get that. Well,
2: I mean, I don't want to. Also, I want to save money. I want to eat out. Like, I eat out for lunch more often than not.
0: Yeah. Well, we get that then. Well, folks, uh, tons like there's tons of classics, and we want to know. What your favorites were from back in the day, whether it be the ultra difficult Lion King, you know, you got a, an all-time classic. I think the best Disney game all around is DuckTales on NES, personally. Um,
2: but we yeah, want to know. We definitely, wanna, we definitely
0: want to. We definitely want to know from you. Uh, once again, on Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, on our Discord, all, we're everywhere. So uh, let us know. What let us know your thoughts and opinions. Yeah, you know that. Thank goodness for that. Daggum internet, it's covered up for a lot tonight for for not knowing. It's saved Byron's
1: porn. ass a lot, honestly. <laughs>
0: Who says the internet is just for porn?
1: The song. Grab your dick and well, double I mean,
0: click for porn, porn.
1: Porn. Porn. Porn.
0: porn. <laughs> <laughs> what well, do you think they well, do well,
2: afterwards?
0: <laughs> moving on, because we're, such, on. Mature, we're such mature people. What, originally, this, this week we're going to. I don't know. Uh, originally, Somebody this better week, hit that
1: goddamn rewind button. <laughs>
0: We are gonna, we were gonna do our retro rewind this week, reviewing an all time classic from the co- from the company we all hate, Konami. That zombies ate my neighbors. We're saving that for next week, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa, this whoa, week, whoa, 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 whoa! That was a LucasArts
1: film game, sir.
0: It was, it was developed. Or it was, um, um, Konami put their name on it, but Lucas Arts made it.
1: Okay. So by proxy, it
0: but by proxy, screw Konami.
1: Anyway, hit that 80. rewind button And let's talk about some serious business That's happening
0: This week, we're going to take it back And discuss When you had a game like Obviously, we all had Duck Hunt Everybody had Duck Hunt If you own an NES, you had to have Duck Hunt And what was the one thing you needed? Because you couldn't play that game with just the regular control You needed the NES Zapper we just, Or we just called it the Gun uh, <laughs> So what we're going to do two colors, week- folks <laughs> it did always I I, we had the i had the orange one but i
1: had the factory gray
0: <laughs> but this week we're to some of our favorite and least favorite gaming peripherals from back in the day uh, that you had to have to play certain types of games or to enhance the gaming experience the key the most important key was convincing your parents that their money was going towards a worthy cause by buying these things because to them they were just hunks of plastic quite frankly. At least that—at least my mom looked at it like that. So I didn't get that kind of shit. But, Jared, I've seen your collection of stuff over the years. I know you have, you've had your fair share of peripherals, so why don't you open up? Thank you, Cletus,
1: for letting me take the wheel. Alright. One that I have a near and dear place in my heart for is the NES Advantage. Because it was literally a joystick, just like the arcade, had the big buttons, and you could switch between player one and player two with it. And you could, of course, it had the turbo function, which was phenomenal to have.
0: Turbo button was clutch in the early days.
1: Oh, dude. And then, of course, other things that I had over the years, Nintendo Zapper. Obviously, the Super Scope was another one.
0: Super Scope. I actually didn't know anybody who had one of those. I, I didn't know anyone who owned a Super Scope. Nintendo had a lot of um, really cool and some honestly garbage peripherals. Uh, what was the uh, the? Um, I thought the Power Pad sucked. Quite frankly, like honestly, if you look at it, like Byron, if you look at the, no, you haven't. Like you're playing. Um, oh, what's that one game where you gotta like stretch to reach all the um, Twister? It looks like a Twister pad.
1: No, um, no, 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 no. The Super Game Boy, dude. I was talking about the fact that you could play your Game Boy games in your Super Nintendo.
0: Yep. Well, yeah. Well, we lost you for a second. I, I love that. Now, actually, I used to play. Uh, we used to. Oh, what was the one game we used to play? Um, I had a friend of my, a friend of mine who I'm still friends with this day. Uh, Joshua Montpetit was up in Kansas City. He uh, he had the Super Game Boy, and when we weren't playing Toy Story on that or Lion King, he'd pop that in, and we would play. Um, oh. um, I'm trying. It was that a uh, six coin for Mario, or uh, the Mario
1: game, was it? Mario and the six coins, yeah, was literally. Yeah, the title. We, it was the super. It was the sequel to Super Mario Land.
0: And we we would play that a lot on his Super Game Boy, and I thought that was such a cool feature. Now you can find those these days, but they're really expensive.
1: I still have one here, and I mean, I have obviously six Legend Six coins here. I also have my Pokemon games, and then I have my Donkey Kong Land games
0: oh wow you, you honestly That's... you should get like a shelf or something to put those out on display to show off dude. i'd be proud of that to be
1: honest with you my wife does not want them out anywhere i have them in a cl- like a gun closet and i have like two like shelf organizers and she's like no that looks like a man cave then
0: oh, uh, man sorry. caves are awesome
1: I need to eventually, like I said, once remodeling happens, there will be a space where there will be a, a music slash gaming area. And I will promise you there will probably be a 200-inch projector in there for that just Not sole good.
0: purpose. Didn't you have one of those when you lived in Chad?
1: I did. I had. I enjoyed that having that downstairs because it was like, oh, I have my music stuff. I just need to have a door.
0: Well, another peripheral I remember now crossing over into the Genesis, which was nowhere near as heavy on uh, extra on extra equipment that Nintendo was. They had their own gun. It was the Sega Miniser. Quite frankly, badass than the Zapper did.
1: <laughs> Dude, I have not heard that name in a long time.
0: I saw that on an Angry Video Game Nerd episode with Keith Apicary. The Sega Minister, because uh, they're they were playing with that, and the Super Scope, which you cannot use on current TVs, even with like uh even with if you have a Super Nintendo that has an HDMI up, you still can't use the Super Scope, only on CRT TVs still.
1: Well, yeah, it's the same way because they're all light guns, man. It's because of what the and you gotta think with analog televisions back in those days, that's how it registered things. It would extract, you know, obviously tell where it was out on the screen based on the light and the flash on the TV. You know, that's why you don't have it where you can play Duck Hunt anymore. You have to have an old TV to play it.
0: Yeah, and honestly, like that's something you. Yes, that is something you get for a damn man cave is to have. Like I'd have. What I would do is get a like get like a line of different generations of TVs for for proper gaming on those consoles. Like a C for eight and 16 bit shit and i also for like 32 and 32 bit and stuff like that and then up move up from early like a lcd to a full hd to a 4k and now well god forbid if i hit the lottery i'd buy an 8k tv i don't know where you could get one of those but i would
1: uh, i'll probably eventually lock my hands on an old vintage television but you What's know on? that, that yeah. yeah eventually it's gonna happen you know I really can't think of anything else like in Nintendo's wheelhouse other than like the Zapper, the Super Scope, oh, really or pad.
2: You can't think of game well, Game Boy, dude. No, I can think of well, several for the game. I can think of several the, uh, for the for NES.
1: Well, I'm talking. Well, which other ones are you thinking of? I know they had like the flight controller. I remember they had. Are you talking about the, the joystick? Well, they had like the one where it was literally like a actual flight thing. It had the buttons? because yeah. I saw it, it on ABGN.
0: they had a voice it,
1: control it was, as well too
0: oh yeah uh, uh b-17 like, bomber
2: but like but like the joystick was one of the best things ever because like playing like top gun with it was amazing oh God yeah like
0: Top oh, Gun is garbage
2: well i'm not talking
1: about the joystick because i remember they had the single like actual joystick yeah and then they it's, had it's, the it's, actual little uh, handles it's, where you could turn and actually
2: well the, the joystick was like so cool because it suction cut to the uh to some hard surface and you move you had to start uh start in a slick button but he had like the trigger and the rockets you could use it was so much fun to use oh well, yeah it was fun
1: to play captain skyhawk on too but top gun don't get me even started about landing that stupid plane Mm-mm. i've landed not it can't hey,
0: I've, I've landed the plane how in. in the hell we've gotten this far without talking about the, the holy grail of nes accessories the power glove we
2: That's
1: did talk anything. about the power glove
2: Y- y'all no. missed the, the biggest accessory uh, the NES ever had.
1: What's that? Oh.
0: Game Genie. Mm. Dude, do you I'll get that it is? I'll give Genie. you that. Like, uh, okay, well, originally it was for that, but then they did make one for the Genesis. But like, most people identify the Game Genie as an NES accessory. Was it made by Nintendo? No, it was made by glue, was third party a all toy the way manufacturer. But people identify Game Genie with NES. And considering how hard a lot of NES games were, you needed a damn game genie, quite frankly.
2: Yep. Oh yeah. Like
0: you're talking about like the old like Ninja Guidance, the old Mega Man games, Contra, Battletoads. Putting in three codes.
2: Put those three codes in to help you out, like be able Mm -hmm. to skip through the hard levels, or if it lives.
0: No,
1: dude. There's so much with that. Speaking well, I mean, of Game about... Genie,
0: actually, I recall Matt and I actually needing to use Game Genie to beat Zombies Hate My Neighbors.
1: <laughs> Dude, <laughs> action replays back in the day were the other thing for me.
0: Oh, yeah. go! You know, um, I, was, I was introduced very late to action replay. I didn't get one of those until PS2, quite honestly. Well,
1: if we're going to stay in like the old school stuff, I mean, we can talk about game accessories for game boy all day long. You know, obviously having the additional the ultimate, lights, the speakers, the, the, the ultimate, u- ultimate, setup. It's the ultimate
2: setup is the ultimate set for game boy color, the extra power charge pack, the speakers, oh, yes. magnify glass, the light, the, uh, handles on the having side, the grips, the, the grips, the joystick, like the are the, uh, I think it's like some, uh, I said for the buttons, make it a little bit easier to push or use like, Stuff like, yeah, that. you the joystick instead of the raise button in the race. Yeah, yeah, you gotta give uh, it
0: up I, to Nintendo for always looking for ways to innovate and expand your gaming experience with hardware.
2: You needed that because, like, if you wanted to actually play like uh, a game on a Game Boy, you needed that. A game with color again, this is back before uh, LED light screens.
0: And oh, you can, can only and you can only do agree. so much with a handheld, quite honestly. So but
2: but because they did that, like if you get a chance to go online, actually find like a, a video of like what an ultimate Game Boy Color setup looks like, it is bulky, but you like if you saw that on the playground, you're like,
0: damn.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Dude, right, what I about want, the congas like, from Donkey Konga for the GameCube?
0: Wait, the what? Really? That's Yeah, the congas from
1: thing. Donkey Konga. Like it literally was a conga set because it was like the precursor to Guitar Hero. It came out before Guitar Hero. It I had no
0: literally idea. just, yeah. That sounds amazing. Oh, sign me up for that. Uh And oh, hey, hey, I know this is not necessarily super old school, but dude, Guitar Hero rock band, come on, dude, yes, come on, shoot, dude,
1: i I'll, I'll give you another one just even for expanding your gameplay game sharks
0: i had game shark for playstation that, shit was, it super for crucial. PS2. that was crucial for playing like because the one game i played to death on playstation was siphon filter the first one and putting the putting the codes in for uh, only i think there was a i think there was a code where you could do a, a no the only weapon you could use was the uh the uh taser Mm. And of course, in that game, you you tase you tase enemies until they catch fire, and it's amazing,
1: dude. Oh. Old school data mining uh, right there. I, at it's I, finest. I,
2: I I got something for you guys. Little, little thing. sure shoot. Do y'all remember uh, the attachment you needed to play a game on the N sixty four? The microphone uh, to play. Hey, you Pikachu.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We or the Game Boy
1: a... camera, dude.
0: Yeah, the Game yep. Boy camera. Where you could print off pictures of. Uh, but speaking of Heyu Pikachu, we actually at our uh, one of our game stores in town, uh, Gameco, they have a and and it's a, and it's wrapped in plastic, the a hey You Pikachu N64. That thing That's is a expensive. Game.
1: That's awesome. Probably it about is, what?
0: It is. A couple grand. Uh, last I been, last I was in there, I want to say it was. A, they were asking for about twelve hundred.
2: Let's see. Yeah. Well, that's something, that's something you never gonna open up. You're going to collect that and let it sit there. No, especially like, considering the
0: same place has a, an Xbox, but it's the Mountain Dew edition and Mountain Dew Ooh. color in the box with the original warranty. Five grand.
1: Uh, yeah. Dude, that's something you don't open up because it's hard to find consoles, let alone games incomplete. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and also it has the warranty.
1: Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Imagine that though. Imagine owning something like that. Like
0: the temptation to, to, for me, the temptation to mod that would be so strong, but I'm like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to depreciate the value on something like that. Uh, There are so many, there are so many classic, you know, little peripherals and accessories that we got to experience back in the day. And, you know, when you had limited hardware like the NES and you know game the original Game Boy and Game Boy Color things like Genesis, the cool thing about it was you were everybody was trying new things. Some worked, some didn't. But the, I think the fun was in experimenting. Mm-hmm.
1: Dude, the mouse that we had for the Super Nintendo for Mario Paint. Mario Paint, up.
0: yeah, yeah, dude. I always like yeah. playing the fox Water game on Mario Paint.
1: Oh yeah and folks i know we missed a lot of stuff you know let's hear obviously once again we want to hear about what accessories we may have missed and what you guys had in your wheelhouse of game accessories back in the day
0: yeah we definitely we always want to hear from you we really appreciate your support and your feedback um next week we got a lot of fun um shenanigans and nonsense coming up for you as we always do it's been great having you all here this week you guys, y'all y'all killed it uh, like you always do. Um, another round next week? How's that sound? Always.
1: You you never uh, know what we're going to come up with. Obviously, we still got to address Zombies Ate My Neighbors next week, folks. So that's better be tune fun. in.
0: Yeah, and we'll have a whole lot more. We'll have, and it's going to be another great experience of uh, Triple B's for the Beards, and Bros. K-Rob, Jared, Byron. We will see you next week. And always remember, and always rewind.
1: See you all next week. See ya.